ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your next installment of Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. Sean Ambrosino at home, uh, still dealing, not dealing with, but uh, still in quarantine, COVID quarantine. Uh, that's why we are meeting on the computer with Connor and Grace. And today we're going to talk to you guys about the influence of social media influencers on the current administration, which is beyond laughable, but these people keep reaching out to these young Gen Z social media influencers to try to capture the younger audience. And it is so cringeworthy that we just had to talk about it. However, before we do, we do ask you if you can please like this video, share this video, comment on this video. Also, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel and hit the notifications bell. That way you'll know every time a new episode is up. Also, if you're not a member of Freedom Wire, real easy to do. Do us a favor, just give us your email, click the link on the bottom right-hand side of the screen, and we will start sending stories that are important to conservatives like you and like us. You probably won't read anywhere else. All right, guys. Uh, should we just show them the video first? Is that is that the plan? There's really no way to do it other than to let this thing introduce itself because I I, I don't know I, I I still need time to process the crap we just watched with this but yeah might as well just roll it here and let you people see what we're talking about for ourselves. Democracy's calling. <laughs> see you, Daddy. Bye. Hi, my name is Cooper, and this is a day in my life as a White House intern. We did a joke. <laughs> hey, everyone. Vogue. Usually I start off with a big coffee. Sorry, they're like really strict in here. Hey Jenny, I booked you a nail appointment, love. Yeah, I didn't tell you to do that. It's called initiative. <laughs> Hi, White House, this is Cooper. Mm, I don't think so. Oh, doesn't matter. This is actually the entrance to the West Wing. This is so fun and it's really prestigious. Hey POTUS. Is Olivia Rodrigo still here? No. We've come a long way in our fight against this virus. We've vaccinated 160 million Americans. Are you getting this all down? Don't worry, Queen. It's all right here. Cooper. Sorry, Miss Jen. And Jen, don't forget to have fun. Spirit fingers, mama. We need to get shots in the arms of every single American. I'm heading to a haircut. Comment if you want me to make more of these. Okay, like, see, see what I'm talking about there? Like, <laughs> we're, we're not crazy for being a little cringed out by this thing like we're, this is this is kind of a problem <laughs> this is coming out of the white house right now well here's what i can say is benny drama rocks a female suit better than hillary clinton i mean he just he's just with those nails and that in that white uh that white power suit with skirt i mean i don't think i don't think hillary could pull that off I don't think whatever happened in that video helped anything whatsoever. Because first of all, it looks like a parody. It doesn't even look like he, an actual attempt to convince young people to get vaccinated or something. It just looks like he's making fun of the whole thing, in my opinion. I thought it was funny. I sent it to someone else. They thought it was really sad for like where we are in America. But <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. And maybe I'm a bad person for that. But 
because it, it honestly like he does a good job at being that character like that that gay person who's a little lefty and he has little acrylic nails and all this like it's it's so ridiculous and it really shows where the radical left is these days it, it's like they got you know some character from a monty python sketch to go hang out in the white house and pretend to be on board with everything but this is 100 real this is completely genuine uh this is actually part of the white house's ongoing campaign to reach lots of influencers they've reached out to a bunch of tiktok and instagram people to try to come do vaccine promotion their goal they even said it in some of the leaked emails that have gone out to all these people their goal is to reach an audience 12 to 30 with this social media push for vaccines so like they're, they're not trying to they're not trying to reach you know middle-aged and up they're trying to go after teenagers to persuade them hey look this is this is the cool thing to do everybody's getting vaccinated and are you, it's, oh, it's wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that the current administration thinks that current 20-somethings 20, 20 are on the same mental level as 12-year-olds? Is, <laughs> is that what the current administration thinks are the same demographic? Because that's what that stat tells me. Being a 20-something myself, I can't necessarily say that's 100% incorrect for my age I know. <laughs> that's the sad like, part. Like, I, I know way too many people who are my age who are that easily swayed by TikTok stuff. But here's the point that's a little bit crazy to me with this whole thing. They're doing this based on the fact that, you know, a huge chunk of the country is very reluctant, very skeptical about getting the vaccine. They're not really on board with it. It's been available for quite some time and they haven't chosen to do it. I, what percentage are we at right now? It's like just over 50. Probably a little bit higher now. Probably like, I don't know, 55%. No, pro probably closing in somewhere shy of 60% of the country has gotten the vaccine. It's free. It's available everywhere. It's, it's not pretty free. much. Yeah. Well, not, it's not, it's not free. free. They, they tell you it's the free. The taxpayers yeah. billions of dollars. Yeah. The, uh, the companies that made the vaccine have pocketed billions of dollars but you don't have to pay anything to get the shot the day you go get it, but you will pay for it in the long run. Thanks to, <laughs> thanks to how much they're telling you, you might need boosters now, but point is just shy of 60% of the country has been vaccinated. This thing is available to everybody. The only people who are left are ones who are deliberately choosing not to get it. And that is a group of people that cannot be reached by TikTok influencers. This is a group of people who look at lefty social media personalities with disgust and disdain. You're not going to get your, you know, diehard MAGA hat wearing Trump supporter in the rural deep south to go get a shot because you had this effeminate TikTok celebrity with acrylic nails and a dress go hang out with Jen Psaki and say how great the vaccine is. Like the complete tone deafness. They're only playing to their own audience. Connor, that's all they know how to do. I, I have to push back on you here because you're pushing a narrative sort of that is, is a false narrative. And what I mean by that is bringing up Trump supporting um, 
you know, rural people as the people that aren't getting vaccinated isn't exactly true. It, while they may be some of the people that aren't getting vaccinated, it is Hispanics and Black Americans that are at the lowest uh, uh, numbers of getting vaccinated. These people who have learned to distrust the government early on in their lives are some of the big, biggest segments of society that are not getting vaccinated. And, and this is being overlooked by the mainstream media. This is being overlooked by, and it's, it's one of those narratives that we almost buy into, right? Because it's like, it makes sense why the Trump supporting, uh, uh, you know, rural American GOP, you know, members are the ones that are, are against this. And that's not necessarily true. No, no, I want to I want to clarify that I wasn't saying that that's exclusively who's not getting vaccinated, because, like you said, it, it's spread out through various demographics, honestly impacts minorities more than the average person like that. But my point was, that's who they're trying to advertise to. If you listen to them talk about who isn't vaccinated, and you know who they think is responsible for, you know, new spikes and new cases, they think it is the MAGA hat wearing deep South conservative Trump supporter. And that's who they're trying to advertise to. That's who in their minds, they look at this video and think like, we're going to put this out and they're going to see it and they're going to get on board with it. So it it really doesn't work with any target audience because anyone who would respond well to that kind of advertising has already been vaccinated twice and is urgently waiting for a third one as soon as Fauci tells them to get it. But it's, it's this kind of, self-deluded advertising that they have here because it doesn't play to anyone who isn't them. But in addition to that, the part that's really concerning is the fact that their target audience is so young. They want to include like 12 year olds in this push now. And well, here, here to me, this is what's the scariest part of this whole thing is they are not putting experts up because that's what we need. What we need is we need actual information and we need information collectively from both sides to say, and give us hard data, just hard data. Um, That's what we're missing. They are turning to 18 year old social media influencers. What expertise do they have in anything other than posting selfies and, and, and TikTok videos? This is where the talk about, you know, they loved calling Trump's administration a circus. This is a literal circus. You got a guy dressing up like a clown, almost. I shouldn't say that. I'm probably probably going to get labeled, uh, you know, some kind of homophobic. He's dressing like a woman. But no, no, even that suit, that one suit that he was wearing was like multicolored. It look, it reminded, it literally reminded me of a clown suit. Not the, not the dress, not the dress white power suit, but the there was another suit he was like wearing. the had like a court like a weird shoulder thing. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, like clowning, a, clowning is a lifestyle, not an outfit. Yeah, well, so you can be not in a clown suit and still be performing ridiculousness, and that's kind of the point here. Yeah. And, and it, it's, this is a this is a literal circus. What's going on there? And it, it shows you how desperate they are to get Americans to comply to a vaccine that has proven not to work. What they say 
and what the numbers show are two different things. I think it's a little bit creepy that they're pushing it on children who can't make these kinds of decisions for themselves in the first place. Like, why are they advertising to people who are so young and can't just go out and get it without their parents' permission? I think that's a little weird, especially for a virus that has a 99.9878% survival rate. It's just, it's just odd. And plus, with considering how infrequently children actually get the virus and spread symptoms and get it badly and actually die from it. Like it's so bizarre that they're pushing it this hard. And apparently, I mean, the Pfizer vaccine is gonna be approved by the FDA in like the next few weeks. And now they're mandating that all the US military gets it. So I just think it's odd how hard they're pushing this on people. And I would get it if, Maybe it was like, I don't know, polio, the chicken pox, or something that was like so contagious and just so horrible to live with and deal with that you needed to get the vaccine. But the fact that it's not that bad and people know that that's why they don't want to get it. It's just very strange that the Biden administration is pushing it that hard. Well, it's a, it's a complete narrative breakdown that they've been experiencing. Because remember, as when the vaccine was still in early stages of development, you know, Biden was on his way in to, to power. They were saying, like, once the vaccine's rolled out, you can take your mask off, you can be all good, like, you just get the shot, you finish the course, and you're done. Uh, even as recently as, like, two or three months ago, Biden was tweeting things out, your options are simple, get the vaccine or wear a mask until you do. That was the narrative. That was the talking point. And then suddenly, oh, well, the vaccine doesn't actually stop you from getting it or spreading it. You're still kind of vulnerable. It's just about symptom mitigation. So maybe wear your mask. And now, oh, Delta variant, they uh, the even vaccinated people are getting sick and hospitalized with it. So everybody continue wearing masks. Everybody continue social distancing. They fumbled the ball on pushing the vaccine. They want it not because you know, for, for, the, for the sinister reasons that, you know, your conspiracy theorists will come up with of, oh, there's tracking chips in the, in the vaccine, or they want, you know, everybody on a registry. No, it's just about breaking down the barrier of medical independence. Uh, like we talked about in the DeSantis episode last time, uh, it's about creating medical-based tyranny, where if they can make you get this shot, they can make you get pretty much any other shot that they want, because they have broken down your ability to protest when they want you to do it. So because that narrative failed and because they realized they dropped the ball so hard, they've now moved to, oh, we gotta get pop culture involved. We gotta get, you know, we, we, we need to make it be the cool thing to do even if it's not the most effective thing to do, which is why in addition to this video we played at the beginning, uh, we also have this quick clip here of Olivia Rodrigo, who is a up and coming pop star from what was it? Disney Channel's High School Musical, the musical, the series, currently streaming on Disney Plus. Not that I'm plugging Disney Plus at all, <laughs> but uh, she was on there. That's where her musical career started. Take a look at this with her being at the White House pushing vaccines. Hi, how are you? How are you? <laughs> Today I'm here at the White House to encourage younger people to get vaccinated. I'm just so honored to be here. It's just so incredible and I just feel really lucky. How cool. That is where the Oval Office is. 
It's critical, especially people of Olivia's age. Thank you. Thank you for having Ooh. us. Get vaccinated for the people you love, because they don't want to lose you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like, right there, you have yet another pop culture icon who is currently topping charts and, you know, a name in everybody's mouth, pushing for the vaccine. Again, teenager doesn't actually know anything about vaccines, but there she is doing a White House press conference. Here, here's something that should surprise nobody, though. Is it surprising that the left is going after the child demographic? This is what they do. These, this is the side that is over-sexualizing children. They are trying to make force these kids into positions, and I don't mean that in a, any kind of uh, punny way, but it's like they're forcing these kids into positions where they have to stand against their parents. They're forcing these kids into positions where they have to stand against common sense and actual science that's out there that shows masks do not work, that show this vaccine does not protect you from the virus. Their target has been and, has, and will be children. This should surprise nobody, not one person. Think about, and, 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 and this is terrible, but think about how many kids Joe Biden has sniffed. Does it surprise you that this is their target audience now? It doesn't surprise me. Just a personal story. I have a, a younger cousin who's 16 years old. He uh, was telling me that he his parents didn't want to get the vaccine for a variety of reasons at first. They all now have the vaccine, but um, he was telling me that he was trying to convince them to let him get the vaccine. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, why are you doing that? And he said, well, I don't want to wear a mask anymore at school. I don't want to wear it when I go here or there or whatever. And like his, some, some of his friends don't have to wear it, so he doesn't want to have to wear it. So I think like the social peer pressure can go a really long way, which is why the Biden administration is using these pop stars to convince the general public of children in schools with all these their friends and they socialize and they talk about this stuff and now it's such a big deal like kids do have some authority in that kind of decision making um, is where does that sounds um but i think that it's just weird that the public i think they have more, higher trust in movie stars and singers and pop stars, TikTokers than they do in medical experts because we've seen all the flip-flopping. We've seen approval ratings drop. People don't like when they see inconsistency. And I think they actually somewhat see some consistency from these celebrities. Grace, to, to back up what you just said, um, the school board of the county we live in, Palm Beach County, uh, is, is saying that everybody has to wear masks and in order to not wear a mask, your parents have to send a note that allows you not to wear a mask. Here's where things were exactly what you're talking about, the peer pressure. Instead of being the other way, instead of saying, look, it is your choice to wear a mask or not. If you want to wear one, feel free to wear one. But by saying you have to wear one and you need a note, that means most of these kids 
that go to these schools are just going to be wearing masks because their parents aren't going to just, you know, aren't going to, and they're going to be the outcast in their school because mm -hmm. they're not wearing the mask. So they're going to give into the peer pressure and they're going to either wear their mask or they're going to do like your cousin did and try to convince their parents to let them get a vaccine. This is manipulation of the of the highest order, and it's disgusting. And guess what? My, to clarify, my cousin has it now. He has it. His younger sibling is getting it, and not the youngest one yet, but it works. Yeah, and it, we've already started getting reports, uh, not just from Palm Beach County, like Sean mentioned, but you know, from a variety of places across the country that have a quote-unquote optional vaccine or mask policy for the school, where unvaxxed or unmasked students are essentially being discriminated against and segregated from the rest of the student body. There are, like, there's not wide reporting on this, but it's starting to happen. Uh, parents are starting to try to tell these stories where, you know, their son isn't vaccinated or isn't wearing a mask and he goes to class and they make him sit at a desk by himself in the back of the room. Or he is really far away from the board so he can't see it because he's all the way in the back because they have him six to 10 feet away from everyone else. Uh, kids having to sit in vaccinated or unvaccinated sections of the cafeteria while they're eating. Uh, it, it's a medical-based segregation. And if you look at basically any tyranny that has existed in history, any you know great totalitarian regime, they target the kids. In North Korea, Kids from day one of their state education are taught that the state loves them more than their parents do. And that's why it's okay to turn on your parents, contradict your parents, whatever, if your parents contradict the state, because the state is really the one that loves you. Your parents are just people who were there. And that's why every Marxist organization supports tearing down the nuclear family. It happens every single time. So yeah, that's why they're using pop stars and TikTok influencers to go after your kids because they want your kids to love them more than they love you. And that's how tyranny happens. So that's why, that's don't why let them I, get their hooks in your kids. Yeah, that's, that's, how why it ends. Taken, I, that's why I've taken to calling them Vax Nazis. They're either mask or Vax Nazis, one or the other, because they are acting exactly like the Nazis in Germany let me see your papers. If you don't have papers, I'm going to segregate you. They actually use the same technique against the Jews saying they spread disease. This is, this is a page literally out of, of, of Goebbels and, and Hitler's playbook. And this is where we're headed. And nobody is, it, it, it's maddening that we have very few people standing up you know, in Italy, we have videos of Italians burning their vaccine passports in solidarity with their unvaxxed uh, neighbors and friends. Here, it's you're being vilified. Look, I'm vaccinated now. I got, I got vaccinated the natural way. I caught COVID. I beat it easily. It wasn't anything that I couldn't handle. I've been sicker with the flu. But now I should be considered among the vaccinated because now I have the same antibodies as an as an actual vaccinated person would if if what they were actually doing was vaccinated. But they're not vaccinated. Let's be honest. All they're doing is mitigating symptoms. Yeah. So 
it's very strange how we have an administration presided over by the oldest president we have ever elected with a vice president who is a former law enforcement person and yet the entire administration is somehow being run by people who are teenagers it, it's like they're they're specifically pandering to that group because that's their up-and-coming voter base and they're trying to secure themselves forever and they have the dual strategies of if we can't bring in enough immigrants and control immigrant populations to vote for us we'll just turn all the kids and that's why they have TikTok people and pop stars and everything and once the vaccine is over they'll continue doing it just with other things if you remember uh way back when biden first came into office they used to post videos one to two times a week for the course of like a month and a half of just slow-mo videos of biden and harris sometimes together sometimes separately walking down the hallways of the white house somebody dubbed the chariot of fire soundtrack in the background here is then they say another day down and they're just walking slow like they accomplished something like, yeah another day down of killing jobs spreading fear and misinformation and just kind of sucking at your job but that's how you pander to the next generation which is unfortunate that our next generation is so easily pandered to but that's where we are that's why the left is winning I don't know if they are um, so easily pandered to. I mean, I've, the younger generation seems pretty conservative just based off what I've seen, especially at these conferences. The left doesn't have huge conferences like Turning Point does, for example, or Young Americans for Freedom or Young Americans for Liberty. Uh, all these types of right-wing organizations who hold gatherings for teenagers, high schoolers, uh, college students, we're winning the war on that. Um, as far as grassroots activism goes, I think the left is definitely have has a leg up on us. But I do think that we are winning that generation. And this is the left thinks this is maybe their opportunity to gain some ground on that. Look at the power wielded by you know, someone like David Hogg, who starts the March for Our Lives movement or everything. And I'm pretty much, I'm sure we all have uh, teenage family members who hated Trump for no reason other than Twitter told them to. Like there, there is an ongoing war for the next generation to determine who they're gonna vote for. And maybe, maybe saying they're too easily influenced was too harsh a criticism there, but it really goes back and forth. Like this is not the fight to sleep on here. Like you should not just sign your kids over to public education and then be surprised when they undermine everything you taught them to stand for as a conservative. Like there's an active effort to turn them against that. And it kind of goes either way as to who's winning right now, but not the time to be passive. Definitely not. Yep. <laughs> it's definitely not the time to be passive, but just I'll do another story because there's a lot of young people in my family. So all of my cousins who are under, I don't know, 18, they're all very conservative. Uh, they were raised conservative. They That's just how they're on both sides of my family. Then you look at all the millennials, the, the later 20s, early 30s, they're all hardcore liberals. They're Hillary Clinton people. They, they loved um, Cory Booker and all these other types of people, Joe Biden. They 
are such lefties, yet the younger people in my family are very um, conservative and they think for themselves, which I think is interesting. I think maybe we're going to see a shift in generations. Something they put in the avocados made all the millennials go bad, but it seems like the next generations are uh, trying to fix it at least. And mm. in the war of social media, which can be quite difficult to uh, try to get a leg up on, have all your college and high school age family members subscribe to Freedom Wire's stuff. So we're on all those social media platforms too. So if you agree with what you heard today, uh, send them some of the links we have there. You know, try to take that next step in making sure that social media isn't just a consistent leftist echo chamber for them. Yeah, we're cool. We're hip. Sean's wearing sunglasses inside. Sunglasses How cool is inside. that? If that doesn't, if that's not the definition of cool, I don't know what it is. For the record, Grace is a social media influencer too. Where's her White House invite? I know. I almost said that earlier. I was gonna say, where? What about me? But I couldn't. I couldn't promote vaccines in good conscience. So. Well, then obviously you're never gonna get to go to the White House. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll name? see how it goes. You've, you've been stumping for three and a half years. Been stumping for DeSantis pretty hard here, and if, if he makes it. We're all going to the White House. Yep. <laughs> we were on your on your bandwagon day one, Ron. Don't forget that. For the record. All right. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you guys for watching. Hopefully you liked what you heard. More importantly, hopefully you agreed with what you heard. Do all that stuff we asked you to in the beginning. Like, share, comment. Become a member of Freedom Wire. Be, make sure your kids become a member of Freedom Wire. Uh, let them learn that there is two sides to every story. And... Uh, we're not the side trying to recruit kids into uh, into uh, the drag queen story hour. So just remember that. Thank you guys for watching. Anybody have anything they want to add before we head out? Yeah, I'll throw in a reminder. Uh, check the links in the description below. Articles, other podcasts, videos, basically everything we talked about today. Even some stuff we didn't get to. Um, also, we will have this episode uploaded on Spotify because we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts pretty much anywhere else you go to listen to your favorite shows. Give us a download over there, Freedom Wire podcast, and take us with you on the go. All right. Thank you again. Thank you guys for listening. Stay free. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.